1: Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together, and just to get us started... I'll go first, and today I'm going first with Rebecca Sacron, one of my very good friends. If you've been a longtime listener to the podcast, then you'll remember when I went and visited Rebecca down in Arkansas a few years ago, and we have been really close friends who actually met because of the Live Well Anyway community back when it was called Cultivating the Lovely. We met online, and we became in real life friends. And it has been so crazy to see how much our lives have both changed over the past five years. But she has been dealing with a lot of medical issues with her husband who has Lyme disease. They've battled mold in their houses and all kinds of things and are finally, after all of these years of him having this disease and it progressing, they're making actual progress and helping him to get better. And it's pretty unconventional what they're doing, but also really amazing. And I just wanted to have her on to be able to talk about how they've discovered everything that they have and the process that they're using and how they're using bees to actually sting him and make him better. I know that sounds nuts but it's actually working and it's super interesting. And I think she does a really good job of explaining this whole journey that they've been on. And I think it's something that could be really helpful to other people as well. So I wanted to have her on for actually the finale episode of season six. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. We are just wrapping up season six. We will be taking a little break next week. There will be no show. And then we will be coming back the first full week of September to launch season seven of the the podcast and some other fun things that we have cooking. I am so excited to be just embarking on another season with all of you guys, introducing some new fun things to Patreon, and really helping all of us to live well anyway, because I think everyone can collectively say that the past year and a half has been really hard. That is not individual to anyone. We all have all of our extra stuff on top of the pandemic and the world burning down. But we all need to figure out how to live well anyway, how to make the most of these crazy times and enjoy our lives and take care of ourselves well. And we're going to be kind of doubling down on that in season seven. We're going to really be diving into a lot of practical things for how to live well anyway, how to take control of the parts of your life that you can, how to plan well, how to feel good on the outside and on the inside. I'm going to be embarking on a really big health journey that I'm going to be kind of taking you guys along for and we're also going to be doing some really fun live well local episodes where I'm going to be pouring back into learning more about what there is to offer in my community and hopefully get you guys involved in your communities as well so be watching on instagram at Mackenzie coppa for more things coming out make sure that you subscribe to my newsletter well anyway is the name of the newsletter you can find that at mckenziecoppa.substack.com Com. Also, if you go to mckenziekappa.com, you can find links to the newsletter and be able to find links to all of the other stuff that I talk about. Everything from our sponsors to my favorite products, all of that kind of thing is linked on the blog at mckenziekappa.com, where you can find all the goodness for Live Well Anyway. So be sure to be getting plugged in as we head into the seventh season. It's going to be really fun because I think that's a big part of Living Well Anyway. Plus, it's hopefully going to be really really practical and helpful as we are all trying to figure out how to get cozy in the middle of all of this. (laughs) All right, you guys, I love you so much. I'm so glad you're here. And without further ado, let's get on with this episode with Rebecca Sacron. Rebecca, you're back. Hi. I'm so excited to have you back. It's been a while. We couldn't remember a long, long time. Yeah, we couldn't remember exactly when. And as we were going back through it and we were trying to figure that out, but I've had a lot of people reach out to me over the last while, like, do you still talk to her? Like, are you guys still friends? <laughs> <Did> <laughs> like, <she yeah>. <laughs> Just because we aren't like talking about our lives on the podcast together doesn't mean we aren't friends anymore. We certainly are. But oh, yeah. there's been a lot of life. Happening? Yes, I was going to say it's just it's a lot of life, so yeah, and left so little time, left little time for podcasting. Yeah, and I feel like though a lot of the life that you have had over the past year, especially I would say, is actually fantastic podcast fodder. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's why I went through yes, it, just for you. <laughs> thank you so much for doing all of that <laughs> research and life experience yeah, yeah. so we could bring it to the yeah. show. But I mean truly I think that this could be an eye-opening episode for people who are dealing with mold right. situations in their homes or Lyme disease or you know just mm-hmm. trying to get through difficult times when things are not exactly going the way that you want them to or if you're building a home. You know, we've just really we've got it all. We've got it all here yep. for everybody. Yep. So basically, I mean kind of to sum it all up. Let me find, let me find my notes. I did, I did make a few here. (laughs) Where are they? Okay. So you've now become a chicken farmer, a beekeeper. You've sold all your belongings and you're building a new home all while dealing with a husband with Lyme (laughs) disease. (laughs) You make me sound way more interesting
2: than (laughs) I actually am. I had to think for a minute, I was like, chicken farmer, I don't have eggs. Like, (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah. I chicken farmers a bit of a stretch i know yes. i know well yes. that's just one of the mini hats that you wear now you guys oh. she packages eggs at a chicken plant what would it be called yeah. well i mean it's just some chicken houses yeah yeah that's what they are chicken houses i remember mm-hmm. driving by them when i came to visit you oh yeah they're all over the place here yes. yeah they are everywhere there's even some that have been turned
2: into homes so this is crazy but those are kind of like out in the country yeah you don't see that You don't see that a whole lot, but there are some. Okay, well, where do I begin?
1: I know. Well, I think so. Just laying the the groundwork, obviously, your husband, Jason, has Lyme disease. That's been something you guys Mm have been battling now for how long? Uh, Knowingly battling it for um,
2: uh, seven to eight years, probably. Yeah. Where we knew exactly what it was that we were fighting.
1: And through that Over a decade of knowing that there was something. Yeah. but we've known each other. What now? Five, five yeah. years. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We five were years. supposed to take a trip this yes, year. Yes, We were <laughs>
2: just realized that What? Hold we get our the phone. Trip. We we're supposed to mm-hmm. be like in
1: Hawaii. Yeah.
2: Lame. All right. Five well, years ago,
1: I did not foresee where yeah. I am now. <laughs> Me either. <at> <laughs> Me yeah. either. Yeah. Okay, well let's put a pin in that. Come back yeah. to that one in a later conversation. <laughs> but I mean even since I've known you in the last 5 years, I mean I have witnessed the decline of his health right. getting like substantially worse. I mean, he was uh-huh. still traveling consistently and going to all these plein air events because he's a painter, you guys for those of you who haven't been following us, you he's know, an together. Artist. He's a, well, he's yes, he's an artist, <laughs> but he paints yeah it is with yes. oil mostly and he's yeah. incredible if he is it jason yeah uh-huh. we can have it linked in the show notes but you guys just go and like sit in awe and rapture because <laughs> it's amazing i mean he's truly a remarkable artist but he was still like actively traveling oh, yeah. and doing all of that back then and that's I mean, it seems like we'll get the update here, but it's kind of come to a grinding halt as Mm -hmm. he's had to just be dealing with health issues. And as have you and not your health issues, but dealing with his health issues. And so it started getting substantially worse a couple of years ago. And you figured out last year that it was mold, like mold was making it worse in the home you were living in. Well, year before last. Okay,
2: 2019. Okay. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. What year? We moved May to May. Yeah, you're right. No,
1: that's right. (laughs) That's right. Beginning at like the beginning of 2020, I think. Of course, you know. Yes, it it was right after Christmas. It was right after Christmas. Yeah. Throw it in there, 2020. Bring all the things. Yeah, I know. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. And so you were renting at that point, though. Mm -hmm. Found out you had mold, so you decided to buy a home. Like, Like, that's going to be the best solution. We're going to buy. Because
2: renting was you know, we can rent a home and pay 900 for a little duplex or, you know, pay, and that's like for something we don't really fit into. So really more like $1,500 for a house we could, a yeah. small house that we could fit into. Because the house we were renting, um, were owned; it was owned by friends. So we had a, um, it was much more affordable than most houses that size. So when we were looking at places, when we figured out it was mold, um, we were looking at places that were the same size, which was small. I mean, it was probably a twelve hundred square foot home, um, and it was, you know, twice the price. So we could pay twelve hundred really to fifteen hundred in rent, or you know, more like seven hundred in a house payment. Yeah. So we looked at the buying route, um, and specifically told the inspector, you know, you it had a crawl space, but a lot of the older homes do here, and we are a very humid place, so yeah. um, you must must check for mold and he was he understood he was you know thoroughly whatever you want to say like we we gave him the rundown yeah and he understood well then come to find out there after we had bought it and after we had lived there for a little bit um there was water the first big rain that we had water just poured in the garage wall and then we noticed all the trim along the garage wall is completely rotted. I mean, you could just push it, which he, he should have caught that. Easily yeah. Because the garage was empty, you know, it wasn't hidden behind anything, but yeah. you could just push it in with your foot and it would just fall right in. And so then we started tearing the wall out and there was just black mold all in the garage. <sighs> so I know it was crushing. Yeah. So, um. so the, how we, so what happened with the mold in the first house, Jason, had been getting more and more sick just as time went on and he pushes himself when he's working hard you know way harder than he should yeah. and he had he didn't listen to his body he just worked hard for his family and so he didn't stop when really he should have stopped you know or didn't slow down when he should have slowed down and so um in october of 2019 is when his travels ended and he he uh, he travels typically he'll travel all through the summer months he'll come home about in october november and then he's just home until maybe march because he does all all of his money earning and all of his traveling in those months so he came home and he had to get off a particular medicine he had been on that was rough and so he spent a long period of time just in our bedroom in the bed
1: Not feeling well. Yeah.
2: And then he kind of seemed to get over that. But then, like, okay, good. We're past the initial sickness from getting off the medicine. But then the migraine started and we just could not get the migraine to break. And it was a brutal, brutal migraine. And it went on and on and on. And we have some friends who are doctors and they would call in prescriptions and um, people would come by to see him and who had advice, you know, try this or try that uh, medical people. But we just could not get it to break. And you know, I've had a migraine, and i I've had a few a few migraines, but mine are negative on the pain scale compared to how intense this one would get at times. Wow! Um, and so, and it end was up like
1: going into the- like days and days and wasn't it like 20 yes. days or something so it insane? ended up in
2: all it ended up being 23 days oh my gosh um, and so it was 23 days of nobody making any noise the curtains all pulled you know completely dark house not knowing what's going on you know he's had migraines before always on and off but never like it and none of these really intense migraine medications are even cutting it so we would one time he went to the doctor and we ended up being there almost all day and it kind of broke. And so it was like, Oh, they did it. They figured it out. Well, he came back home within a few hours, it was back. So then we ended up in the ER again, um, near the 20, pretty close to the 23 day mark. Um, And they admitted him and they kept him 24 hours. I won't go into what that hospital visit was like, but he, when I say he was literally out of his head with pain, I mean, literally, it was a horrific nightmare scene that i don't ever 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 want to have to repeat ever it was awful it was truly (sighs) awful so it was it was so bad so um but it finally broke after being uh hooked up to ivs and all this stuff And we were there for um i don't know maybe 30 hours or something it finally completely broke you know sweet relief we go home And within 24 hours, it's back again. And so my friend, my cousin's wife grew up in a house with mold and she's super sensitive to it and can smell it, you know, a mile away. And so she came over to visit with us. And I had noticed while I was talking to her, she, her words were getting, she was having a harder and harder time coming up with her words. She'd kind of have to stop and think about what she wanted to say. And she was probably there 45 minutes. And from the beginning, when she got there to the end, it was just shockingly different in how her brain was not able to work. Yeah, it was crazy. And she is the one, such a blessing that she came over to see us, but she said, I can smell it. I can smell mold in those back bedrooms so bad. I have to tell you, you know, it's a real uncomfortable thing to tell someone, Hey, I think your house is moldy. Um, it's real awkward, uncomfortable, but I'm so grateful she did because I don't know that we ever would have thought about it. She said, she said, I think that's what it is. And I said that to Jason, I went in, you know, told him, you know, she thinks it might be mold. And he looked at me, he said, absolutely. That's what I did. He said, I've always said, I don't function well in this house. And he would say that, but you know, he's sick with Lyme disease. He always feels off, you know, kind of are like, oh, the house is fine. You know, um, but he would tell me, I don't breathe as well when I'm here. I just don't breathe as well in this house. And I would think, oh, well, it's just because you have been in Colorado and you were used to the crisp mountain air, you know, And it's just because you're <laughs> yeah. back in Arkansas and allergies or whatever, you know, your, your asthma. But in that house, um, Claire, our second daughter developed asthma and had very bad anxiety to the point that we had to bring in some mental health professionals and, um, and which was really out of character, out of place. We had a lot of Raging anger issues with various family members that would that were out of un, weird and out of place. And of course, you just kind of chalk it up to daddy's really sick, or you know, like mm-hmm. you just you don't you just you don't guys are getting know older It's it. hormonal. Yes, it's right. Really, yeah, oh, maybe everybody was becoming teenagers, and right. So yeah. you just kind of you don't immediately just go oh mold. You know. Yeah. Um. And so when she said that, and he just looked right at me and he said, Yeah, that's what it is. That has to be what it is. So we moved him to my parents' house um, that day, and within 24 hours, the headache was completely gone and basically never came back, Crazy. unless he came into the house. Yeah. So every once in a while, so he, so COVID happened right after that. Um, some of us, because Jason would go paint or go to the gas station and all of that, and my mom has asthma, and some of my siblings were a little bit uncomfortable with him staying there because he would go out and and this was in the beginning. So it was Mm -hmm. much more, everybody was much more sensitive about that kind of thing. And so he had his art studio in a town that was about halfway between my parents where they live and where we lived. And he just lived in there for, I don't know, maybe two months or something, three months. I don't know, however long it took to find the house that we bought and get moved into it. And so that was a obviously a very difficult time. He maybe saw us once or twice a week because we couldn't. The girls still had school; they had ballet. You know, we couldn't just. Yeah. And there were no beds there, so he yeah. would set up a cot. So it's not one time we all slept over there. It was pretty miserable, so we didn't end yeah. up doing that again. But he couldn't come in the house, so every once in a while he would come in um, to take a shower. Usually he'd go to my parents to shower, or my. But he would come in and take a shower or something, and would immediately not be able to breathe well and get a headache. I mean, it was just crazy. So we moved into the new house, You know, yay, fresh beginnings, all that kind of stuff, found the mold. And we had met some people the weekend that we discovered the mold who had lived through a mold nightmare where their child who was 13 went from being completely normal to couldn't form sentences and could only crawl on the floor and come to find out it was mold. And so they had lived through the whole nightmare of what it is to remediate and yeah. fix it because it's not what people think. You do not throw no. people, do not use bleach. That is not a thing. Do not do that. <laughs> PSA, Do the bleach thing is not real. Also, if you find it, do not just rip it out because when you do that, you send the mold spores flying mm-hmm. through the air and it just makes it a hundred times worse when we found the mold, we tested it and within what's called an ERMI test. And it came back really high, which didn't make sense. Cause at that time we didn't know there was mold. That's what it was. We hadn't found the mold. I just tested it because his headaches were coming back. I think mm-hmm. is what it's so hard to remember now. Yeah. So I tested it. It came back high. Um, so I called the company and I said, Hey, you know, it's really confusing. We had the inspector check. He didn't find any mold and our test came back really high. And they said, well, had you previously lived somewhere moldy? And I said, yes, you know, and they said, well, did you bring everything with you when you moved? And I said, yes. And they said, yeah, you can't do that. You just (laughs) brought
1: the mold all with you. Ladies, you know that skincare can be kind of overwhelming to navigate there are so many different products on the market and it's hard to know what is going to target your specific issues that you are having and how good the products are and if they are worth it and does that latest miracle product even do what it says it does and especially if you're shopping for a teenage boy I would say and you're trying to find something that is effective enough that they will actually use it on their own without you having to nag them 24/7 it's just a whole thing they want clear skin but they don't really want to have to do anything about it, especially until they see the results. And that is why I have been so happy with Apostrophe, you guys, because it turns out that most skincare products don't do much, and the best way to treat acne is with fewer products that are clinically proven and customized to your skin, which is exactly why I'm so excited that we have been able to partner with Apostrophe, and they have been able to help my teenager, because Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne apostrophe connects you with a board certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your or your teen's unique skin you simply fill out apostrophe's online quiz about your skincare goals and medical history then snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan and even better apostrophe doesn't just treat acne they can help you hit all of your other skincare goals like reduce reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. There's something for the whole family here. When we wanted to get Roman a little bit of extra help with his skincare because he was getting self-conscious about it, we were so relieved to not have to go into an office and battle all of that. It was a completely unintimidating and unembarrassing situation because he was just able to do all of it online. We had a super quick turnaround with our dermatologist. They got us the prescription within that week, and he started using it and has seen such a transformation. Information in his skin that I don't even have to tell him. I don't even have to talk to him about it. He just uses the products and stays on top of it. And I've been amazed to see just how much his face has transformed. It's been pretty remarkable. We have loved it so much that we have a special deal for my audience. You can save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com/slash live well when you use my code livewell. This code is only available to my listeners. To get started. just go to apostrophe.com slash live well and click begin visit then use my code live well to sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit that's a-p-o-s-t-r-o-p-h-e dot com slash live well and use that code live well to get your dermatology visit and save $15 and I just want to thank apostrophe for not only sponsoring this podcast but clearing my son's skin
2: Oh, so and then we found the mold in the wall. Like all that kind of happened at the same time. So basically we kind of moved in with my parents for a couple of weeks and in three days, I think it was three days I sold because it's not, I feel weird saying I sold it. We, it wasn't mold that would bother normal people in our things, but it is mold that would lay Jason flat because of his compromised immune system. And because we had lived in such a toxically moldy home before mm-hmm. that. So in the rental house. So I would always tell people, you know, yeah. what it is. Nobody ever cared. They're like, we don't care because I was selling all this stuff so cheap. But we sold everything that we owned and got rid of everything that we didn't sell. And so and that, I always you... tell people, I mean, everything. Yeah,
1: it's like, not just the furniture. It was uh-uh. every book, every yep. Everything. Every toy,
2: every roll of toilet paper had to go. You can't keep anything that is plastic. So your toothpaste and your floss and your—I mean, your toothbrushes, your your kitchen utensils, thing, all or... the kitchen. You, oh my Vitamix, oh, so oh. plastic. Yeah, it was so aggravating. Yeah, my griddle. I mean, uh, everything unless it was purely metal or if it was. We kept one piece of furniture, which now we haven't had a chance to use it yet. And she's like, "I do want it now," but. Eileen's little bed frame was completely painted. It had no um, raw wood. I call it raw wood, but like no untreated wood. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to keep it. But, but like even dressers, they're treated wood. But then when you open the drawer, the, the underside, that bottom piece of wood mm-hmm. is not treated or stained yeah. or you know, whatever it is. And so therefore, in our condi- in our situation, you can't keep it. So, um, I had no idea you could empty a house so quick. (laughs) It was just crazy. And so we got, what did you do about the clothes? So the, I was going to say the only things that we could keep were things that could go in a washing machine. So I was able to keep my linen curtains and I was able to keep our clothing, but I pared it down to just what we had to keep because it was still, I mean, we're six people and you have winter clothes, you have seasonal clothes that you're not using, but they've got to be cleaned, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, because they can't come back in your house. So we had the women of my church and my mom and grandma just took bags and took them home and we had get, told them what to do and gave them the mold solution. And they just did all of that for us. So oh, that wow. we, didn't. yeah, I know. I don't know how. In the meantime, Jason's having massive anxiety, panic attacks And my parents just from, I think from the whole thing and just from the mold too, because we had been in mold Mm -hmm. and, um, So he's, he's, I'm leaving at like five in the morning to go up to, to drive an hour up to where our house is to try to quickly get it gutted. And he's having panic attacks at my parents, but it's awkward because all the extended family is in and everybody's visiting and he's hiding out in the bathroom having these panic attacks that he's never had before. And so he doesn't know what to do with it, you know? Yeah. And so I'm trying to talk him through the panic attacks, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, digging through drawers and uh, it yeah. was just pure chaos it was pure chaos but we got through it people stepped up majorly and if he hadn't been so sick i would have said hey let's wait a couple of months and then retest the house before we moved back in but that just was not it was it just wasn't going to happen for various reasons so we immediately moved back in we didn't have any furniture but i had gone and bought mattresses really quickly because we couldn't keep our mattresses yeah and um ordered some furniture and that kind of thing. And then um, we moved back in, but then you have to wait a couple of months and you test it. Cause you kind of have to let your dust, you've cleaned it. So any remaining dust that's left would just be what happened to get missed from mm-hmm. all the remediation. So you don't test it right away. Cause all it's going to be really moldy because it's only going to show that dust. So you kind of have to live in it for a couple of months and let your, your dust and your stuff yeah. dust, you know, and all that. Well, we tested it and it was still high and we, um, too high for him. I mean, it was, it was okay, but it was way higher than what we knew that his, the levels that his body could handle. Yeah. And honestly, my kids, cause it's obviously it does affect them. And yeah. I think they're more sensitive to it now, you know, than they were previously. Mm-hmm. So we just said, you know what we, I mean, we can't stay. It would have, it would have been, they said it was in the insulation and ductwork. <sighs> Yeah, right. And so we had it fumigated, which is fine for, like I said, for normal people, it would be fine levels. It the girls and I probably would have been fine there, but we had it. It's not really fumigated. It's called fogging. But anyway, we had it yeah. treated for all of that, and then we sold it, which worked out fine because it was right well, it was May of this year. So the, the housing market was in a big boom. You know, we were able to yeah. sell very quickly and get more for it than we had even paid for it, which is unusual when you've only lived there a year. Yeah. And so, um, we said, we don't trust inspectors now, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of. And so we are building and we are living with my parents while we build and originally, it We had hoped it'd be done by November. Now I'm pulling for like March, you know, because yeah. that's how it goes. I know the how first that goes. full month, it rained. I mean, <sighs> it rained. We had the weirdest, wettest spring of, you know. Yeah, we had like spring. opposite I mean, weather was,
1: for both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And so it was crazy wet. And so we just, nothing happened. And we're just now getting rolling and it's August. Like yeah. We don't even have a concrete pad yet but maybe I think that's supposed to happen next week. So that's a lot. It's from May to August of almost nothing. So, and we have good contractors. It's really not been anything that they could help. It's just been kind of one of those crazy things. Plus COVID has made shortages that Mm -hmm. are slowing everything down. And anyway, it's been a whole thing. But Jason, he, in October, right before we figured out all the mold stuff, he had gone to Texas and he, before he left, I had told him, and a few of his artist friends had just said, "Man, I I just don't think if you need to make this trip." He just seemed worse, like a Mm -hmm. little more sick than normal. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So he went, and he it was not fine. And basically, it was kind of when his body just quit. Yeah, (laughs) really. Like you're done. We think he probably had a stroke. Um, it would have (sighs) been too small to show up, but. So he ended up in the ER in Texas, took himself to the ER. Of course, I'm here in Arkansas. And they admitted him to the hospital. They thought he had had a stroke. They admitted him to the hospital. Thankfully, we had a friend who lived in that town that was able to go be with him and kind of report to me. And so I'm in the meantime, trying to figure out how do I get to Texas? You know?
1: Yeah, So I remember. um, I remember that.
2: So the friend flew, he had miles and he flew me out. And so that was really good i was able to get over there fairly quickly but it was basically his body just kind of shut down yeah. and his brain kind of forgot how to paint i mean it was the most bizarre overnight that's why we think it was probably a stroke is he just he didn't know how wow. like you know when i say he didn't know how it's still better than what like yeah. i could probably do you know but for him it was he could look at a painting and he it's all problem solving and he couldn't mm-hmm. he can't solve he's just getting back a little bit better now but he could not solve the problem and he would just say i don't even know i don't even know what to do it's it's like i've never been taught and wow. so and and he became very just weak and um confused and just very sick very sick man and so right about that time and you can tell me if you're ready to segue to this is yeah. when the heel hive happened to be starting or mm-hmm. our batch of it. They do it in batches. So do you want me to take a break or are you good for me to keep going? You're good. <laughs> I don't know, know if Kiel's gonna
1: no, it's so great. It's like these are the the best interviews ever. I can just sit back and <laughs> enjoy myself no well yeah i mean i don't know at some point here i know kiel is going to be slipping in some some ads and whatnot i don't know if they're going to come now but (laughs) thank you Kiel, (laughs) for whenever you find the best time to do those but i do i think it's a good time to transition into that because i think that's been such a huge thing and amazing to see sort of like how things are turning around and it's also just so interesting so tell (laughs) us about the heel vibe. (laughs) Okay. So I had, I honestly don't even remember how I found out about
2: this woman named Brooke who had, was almost dead from Lyme disease. And when someone says that technically Lyme disease cannot kill you, but what it does is it hurts your body so badly that you really die from something else, Mm -hmm. but it's as a result of having Lyme, you know, like because you had Lyme, you end up with pernicious anemia, which is fatal, you know? So there, yeah. it's it's not really the lime itself. So I had been following her actually just for a couple of years because she had been using bee venom and she was completely healed. And I put healed in air quotes, but no one can see me. So anyway, she was completely healed um, from doing bee venom. And so I just thought that's bizarre, you know? And so I just yeah. kind of kept up with her. Well, she had more and more and more people say, hey, how did you go from, you know, this picture where she's hooked up? I mean, she looks like she's about to die in a hospital to this picture where she's thriving. I mean, she's and still to this day, she's absolutely thriving. And so she just kind of accidentally, I mean, she wasn't out, um, she wasn't making a point to start this whole um, business course, Yeah, business, yeah, but has turned into that. Uh, she started something called the heel Hive. And because here's the thing, people do not just go out and sting yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Because somebody will have heard of that. I mean, it's not so uncommon that people won't have heard of it. I mean, if Jason just, so this is what happened to her. She heard about it. She went and got bees and stung herself and almost died because she had massive anaphylactic shock and all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because her body was so sick. Yeah. Basically, there's this thing called a Herx, or it's a -a herximire reaction, but we just call it Herxing. And we knew we've known about herxing for years with Jason, but basically, when your body has dumped off too many toxins and and you can't process it, you get very sick. And if it's a bad herx, it could kill you. That's mm-hmm. pretty bad. But, yeah. But even Jason's had several that have just laid him flat um, herx reactions to various medicines that different doctors even have just put him on for years. So, in her course, um I had signed Jason up for it on the wait list, but she can only take because they work so closely with she could only take you know she only take so many at a time yeah and so we were in one that was scheduled to begin the end of october like right when he got back from that trip so i i fully think it was just god's timing i think it was saving us quite frankly because i don't know where he'd be if we didn't have that program right then and because that's truly when his body just said no more can't do it anymore yeah so um we signed up and they you do a boot camp first because like i said if you just went and stung yourself you would maybe die yeah your body if you're as advanced as jason and even if you're not you've got so much more going on with you than just lyme disease and even a lot of lyme literate doctors they don't test for anything really but lyme Mm -hmm. unless you show a symptom of something well this is what they have learned, and what she just learned through her healing. I mean, there's so much more going on. So he has 38 vials of blood drawn every three so to four months. Crazy! It's so crazy, and so, but we have been able have to watch. Left? Oh, so he much. passed out the first time. Yeah, he, well, remember. it looked like he was about to have a seizure. It was ho- another horrible moment. Yeah, thought, oh, I remember. Like, remember what. What's happening? He, you know, he went stiff mid mid lurching it was, uh, it was really uh, dramatic it was very yeah. dramatic so uh now we split it up we yeah. don't do it in one day we split it up into three or four days yeah with, with like a few days in between and even still it's pretty rough just because yeah. he's recuperating and he doesn't have a lot of strength to give to situations but he uh we found out they, t- they taught us, um, which you I'm sure some people listen to this and think, well, you didn't already know that, but I didn't. I hadn't thought about it. They said, you've got to have like binders of your whole, go back as far as you can and get medical records from every doctor as far back as you can, which I was able to go back to 2011, I think, and then get every lab report that he's ever had that you can get and highlight every one of them that is off, low or high and then, you know, you divide it by years. And then at the front of each year, you just write down the things that are off. Mm -hmm. And so you're able to see it at a glance. And I started seeing all these patterns of things, not, not just the Lyme disease, but just like, Hey, this liver thing is off every single time, you know, which has turned out that we had some liver stuff that we had to deal with. But um, we found out he had celiac disease as a result of having Lyme. We didn't know that. And then we found out they taught well they just taught us i can't even tell you i have seven bi- huge binders worth of information that they taught us but it was six i think it's been six months october to oh, may I've, oh october to yeah, may like seven. we started stinging in may so seven months of intense diet overhaul and they give you the exact recipes to use and we don't vary from it jason's been phenomenal about
1: that's not so good. Unique. Cause that had been he's a so struggle sick of these for meals. a long time. It had
2: been a huge struggle. Yes. But he is so sick of these meals cause we've pared them down to the ones that he likes. And then he's eaten those meals for seven months, you know? So he's, wow. he's definitely struggling just recently on like, Ooh, I would eat <laughs> a burger right now. You know, that, yeah. happen, but <laughs> just anything really. But, um, he's got, I mean, there's probably like five other, I'm gonna say diseases. Some of them are not, some are more like conditions that he has as a result of having Lyme that no one ever had tested him. We've been to a lot of doctors and no one had ever tested him these these things, even the Lyme doctors, We've been to multiple, the best in the yeah. country, so-called Lyme doctors. So um, that has been just hugely eye-opening, but they taught us, because you can't sting until you get your blood levels, certain blood levels and inflammation markers down to safe levels. And if you're not at those safe levels, you, you don't want to sting. <laughs> that can be yeah, very bad, you know? Yeah. So, and a lot of people will think they're allergic to bees or wasps or whatever, when they get stung, but really they're having major mast cell degranulation. Hmm. So some people are truly allergic to them, but really what an allergic reaction is, it's mast cell degranulation. So I think I'm saying that right. So um, <laughs> it's either granulation. or I de- don't know I the difference. Degranulation. So, sounds good know. To me. <laughs> so, so they have to look at certain levels and say, you know, you're you have to get your mast cells calmed down basically not wild you have to get your inflammation brought down you have to get your tfg beta-1 brought down and a lot of that had to do with mold you know you have to take mold binders and all this stuff months and months and months but they walk you through every we re redid his sleep um so his we've got or an aura ring which is kind of what the oh, astronauts yeah. use to yeah. track when they're in space I want and so bad. his sleep score i just got myself one the other day Ooh i've been tracking my sleep score but yeah uh so his sleep scores were awful and they teach you they re teach you how to retrain your body to get deep really good sleep so now his sleep scores are almost always up in the 90 high 90s like 98 not you know just out of 100 i mean so he's getting sleep that can actually help his body heal you know instead of before he maybe had 11 minutes of deep sleep all night long you know now he's got two and a half hours or whatever it is so um They we finally were cleared to sting in May, Mm -hmm. and already his body is just so different than it was in October, just from
1: the food and stuff. The food, yeah, Yeah. nothing
2: else, just the food and taking learning which supplements he actually needed, and Mm -hmm. learning that you know, gluten is in so many things that people don't have a clue. Yeah. Like your toothpaste or your laundry detergent yeah. or your mouthwash or your floss or, you know, it's in your soaps and your shampoos and conditioners and shaving cream and all of that. And so we got basically gutted the house of any gluten, you know, or um, dish soap, all that. And then uh, we just to get it out of the environment. So he's yeah. not accidentally getting gluten in the shower or whatever. Yeah. And so he, he's changed. He's still very weak. Um, he's lost a ton of weight. He's kind of, we still are on fighting ongoing digestion issues that sometimes will cause him to lose too much weight. And so we have to work with that. And uh, he has what's called SIBO um, and it, it'll, it'll go away, but then it comes back small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. But so when it comes back, he'll start being just starving no matter how much he eats and he'll just be losing weight. And so we know, you know, we need to, and we're working with them also to try to get that completely healed. It's, it's, it's a monster and it just takes a while to deal with that. But we've been stinging, and so there's also so much there's so much myth in it online. Um, Like some people say, "Oh, you can't, you have to get up to ten stings at a time to heal from Lyme," and that's not true. Um, Brooke, the lady, she never did more than six mm. because she just listened to her body. So yeah. bee venom has, I'm gonna say melatonin, but it could be melatonin. I'm not m e l e t t i n. I is how you spell it. Okay, but it has that's what's in bee venom. And it also fights certain types of cancer. And they're doing all kinds of studies with it. Now, it's kind of a, uh, I don't want to say a trendy thing to study, but they're realizing all it can do. And so it's very popular for it to be studied right now. But it is the only thing that we know that can cross the blood brain barrier. Hmm. And Lyme hides behind the blood vein barrier. Or I shouldn't say it's the only thing. It's the only like medication, if you will, that can cross your disease can cross it easily. But most of the medicines, why people who have Lyme, they might even think they're healed for a year or two, and then it comes raging back. It's because really the Lyme goes and hides and it basically builds. So how it's a corkscrew shape and it will really what it, how how it's been explained to me is that it's like an M&M. It just has like a shell that it kind of builds around itself Mm. and it can layer that on pretty thick. The strong ones can And Crazy. so medicine can't penetrate that shell, which I guess would kind of make, maybe that's the blood brain barrier. I'm not totally sure because I get lost in the science of it all sometimes, yeah. but I do not have a sciency brain, but basically the melatonin or melatonin can cross the blood brain barrier, barrier and obliterate the Lyme. Wow. And nothing else can do that. Nothing, none of the other methods. In fact, it's funny because in one of the group sessions and we've been able to do it all through she lives in california sonoma but but they're able to do it all over the internet you know so Mm -hmm. we didn't have to go to california and she said you know how many of you of you are here because you've tried you know everything basically that has been told for you to try and and eventually none of it worked and every single person raised their hand and that's because that's the truth of the matter nothing works long term and nothing now you can definitely do a lot of things to make your body feel better. Like you can do grounding, and you can change your diet, and you can exercise, and you can get good sleep, and I mean, get away from the Wi-Fi as much as you can. Is it EMFs? I think it's what that's called. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of those things will help you feel dramatically better and be that, be more healthy. Truly, yeah. But for the lime itself, to get rid of the lime, this is the only thing that's going to go in there and actually just crush it. And so right now, he's still, we have to go low and slow. When we did our first sting, it was a live over the internet live sting. Jason was the very first one to go. And she said, so we came on and she said, all right, everybody, this is Jason and his wife, Rebecca. She said, he has the worst labs I've ever seen other than mine. And I thought, wow. I almost said, thank you. Because it yeah. was like, I knew he was yeah. really sick. It's I mean, so like, validating. Validating. Yes. It's like, okay. I got knew because <laughs> Yeah, and it was funny, we laughed. So he had to take his shirt off because you do it on your lower back. Um, Well, you start out doing it on your lower back. And so the girls would just sort of tuck their shirts kind of up under their bras, you know, but so you didn't, but he just, the men, but he was laughing. He said, I'm glad I went first because Everybody else in the group almost was these were these, you know, 20 year old young things. And then maybe their young husbands or their boyfriends were helping them and they were all fit. You know, we were laughing and he said, Oh, I'm glad I was the first one. I mean, I'm glad I was the first one. That's funny. I didn't have to follow any of them. Yeah. But, but he has just had it so much longer, I think. Yeah. So all these people, you know, and he said, Wow, why am I not, why am I so much sicker than them? And I said, Jason, 20 years ago, that was you. Were you this sick 20 years ago? Yeah. You've just had twenty more years for it to be in your body, and he said, yeah. "Well, that's true. Twenty years ago, he couldn't even tell he was sick. Hardly, yeah. you know. Yeah, it it wasn't really a thing." So uh, I said, "Remember that they're not forty; they're twenty something, and so yeah. that's the difference." But we so we're up to we did seven seconds of a sting today, which is the most that we've done, and so we sting three times a week. We basically Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And you increase it all by one or two seconds because, and this is the most bizarre thing. So you, I literally get tweezers and I hold the sting, yeah.
1: the the bee. Up bee. To the so you, you had to get a beehive. Yeah, this so I had I to get a bee. Well, now it's
2: like a bee, it's called a bee buddy. Okay. And so it's this little box and it's kind of, looks kind of like a fake hive, I guess, kind of. And we ordered bees, but now we have a local guy that supplies our bees and, they we get about I don't know forty to sixty at a time, and a lot of them die just because that's natural. That's nature, they would even no matter where they are. That's how it works. But you get a bee with tweezers, and I have to feed the bees, honey and all you know they're like my little babies kind of, now. <laughs> but you get tweezers, and I um you, you just kind stick of measure your hand far and away. I, oh yeah. I'm not even scared of them at all. They, they don't want to sting. In fact, sometimes, so they can't sting through your nail bed. And so I'll, sometimes they curl up and they don't want to sting his back and I'll have to get my finger and kind of push their bottom up and out, you know, so I can yeah. get the stinger up onto his skin. And so I just manhandle them now. I'm just used <laughs> to it. But, um, today I picked one up with my fingers, but the, oh my the, you gosh. know, just kind of pinched it up. You I've usually, I use tweezers though. And, I just hold it to his back and then I pull the bee away and the stinger stays there and you can watch it pulse. It's crazy. You know, yeah. who, you don't notice that when you get stung just out in nature. Yeah. Oh, a bee stung me. It will literally pulse for up to 30 seconds. And after 30 seconds, there's no more venom. That's, you know, you could leave it in there all day, but it wouldn't matter. It, it only has 30 seconds worth of venom. So one sting is 30 seconds. So like one girl in the group is already up to two stings. but going low and slow because it builds on itself. That's why you don't go long gaps in between because Mm -hmm. it's, it's like a slow build upon itself. And so you don't want to do a big gap because you sort of lose that momentum. Sure. Of it working. And so, so today we did seven seconds. And then Wednesday, I'm hoping if he seems to handle that fine, and I'm hoping we'll bump it up to 10, which is kind of a big jump. So we may linger at 10 for a week or two and then bump it up to, you know, 11 or 12 seconds, but. We haven't even gotten, he's so sick and his reactions are real quick. I mean, it does not, you know, two seconds in the beginning was enough that he would sleep the entire rest of the day just from the exhaustion. Like his body would almost immediately become exhausted. But it is so crazy, but he is doing so much better. Yeah. So much better. Now we have a long way to go. He he was so sick that when I say so much better, he's still so
1: sick. Like yeah, we are by no means you know back to just going ninety to nothing. But yeah, but I'll get a message from you and be like, he had a good day this week. He had a <laughs> like sick. we. I actually get to say to people, he had a good day, and that's.
2: I couldn't remember the last time I could say that, you know, yeah. so that is, we're improving. And he actually had three good days in a row, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or something. Wow. And it was just mind boggling. And of course, the beauty of living with my parents through all this is mom has been able to help cook the food, you know, because yeah. I'm, the girls are still involved in all their activities where we lived and where we are building, which is an hour away. So yeah. I've gone a lot taking them and then I'll be working up here as of next week. So I'll be gone all day, you know, during the day. So she's been able to learn how to cook the food and she's been eating it with him just to feel better. She has fibromyalgia and, but they have been able to fully understand kind of what I've gone through with yeah. because you can tell people, but it's not, they don't understand unless they've lived it. And that's okay. I don't, I get that. I didn't understand until I had lived it. Sure. It's, you don't, people don't have to get it, but It has been so good for them when I say, okay, you know, he cannot do this. And they say, you're exactly right. Even just like um, getting a job, you know, he cannot work. And for me to be able to say that and have two other people say, absolutely not. You are exactly right. You know, for sure he cannot. That feels good. I mean, maybe it shouldn't matter, but it does. It totally does. People are thinking, well, you know, he doesn't look sick to me because you look normal on the outside. You know, and he does look pretty skinny and kind of right now than what people were used to before, but he doesn't look frail and on his deathbed, you know? Yeah. So, so lots of times people would say, well, he seemed fine. And, um, I'll know, no, he's horribly sick. I mean, he's horribly sick. Yeah. So he can take a walk with me. Some days we can walk all the way to my grandma's, which is half a mile down the road or something and back. And some days we can barely get to the end of my parents' driveway before he has to turn around. And then he gets in bed and is in bed for like two hours and then takes a nap. But, you know, I mean, like it just completely, it does him in for the rest of the day. It just depends on the day. But I mean, he, he, it has been good for me to as hard as it it is to live with other people because you're just scrambling two families into one space they've been great about it but as hard as that is it has been very good for me mentally to have people see it and that are saying yes I mean you are spot on the money with saying this can't happen or this can happen
1: or that kind of thing and so that has been very good Okay, you guys, I was all excited coming into August. I was thinking this is going to be my month. I'm getting my mojo back. It's going to be amazing. And then we kind of got hit by another Mack truck of craziness of life and everything all of a sudden felt super overwhelming, especially feeding my people. thats always kind of like the first one to go. And so I was so relieved that I was able to get Green Chef to help me out with that, you guys, because not only were we dealing with a lot of craziness and a lot of really hard things, but I know how important it is to keep my family healthy, right now and be boosting our immune systems in whatever ways we possibly can. And Green Chef allows me not only the convenience of doing my meal planning for me and doing my grocery shopping for me and doing part of the food prep even for me and just having it all show up right at my door, which is such a savior and a time saver and all that in and of itself. Just like all the times that I've talked about HelloFresh and all of the benefits that we've had from using them, and they are actually a partner company with Green Chef. HelloFresh now owns Green Chef. And I love being able to switch back and forth between the two companies because I think they both have a lot of great things to offer. But when we're using Green Chef, I specifically love knowing that all of these meals are going to support us. And our immune systems and our health was a huge weight off of my shoulders. I wasn't just feeding my kids and myself all of this junk from takeout and everything while we were in the middle of sort of crisis mode. We were still able to eat really healthy, amazing meals. And I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't have to do all of that work and it was so incredibly helpful to me. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. So they have premium ingredients like organic veggies and high quality proteins. And I really, really put a lot of emphasis on that whenever I can with my family. But also I like to be able to have options that everybody is going to eat and that meet all of our dietary needs. And Green Chef really does that with their 30 easy to follow recipes that you can choose from every single week. So if you need a little bit of help, especially as you are heading into back to school and all of that craziness and you want to take this load off of your shoulders, but you also want your family to eat really well, go to greenchef.com livewell100 and use the code livewell100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. Did you hear me? That's insane, you guys. That's greenchef.com livewell100 and use the code livewell100 to get $100 off and free shipping. That's all thanks to Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. And I just want to thank Green Chef for helping me to not only survive August, but for sponsoring this podcast as well. Well, and that was kind of going to be one of my questions for you because I've seen you when you are much more like... I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get through this. Like I can hardly make it, you know? And I haven't seen that side of you as much, even though it feels like, dang, like you guys had to get rid of the house and you had to move in with your parents. Like you're having to get a job and you're having to do all of this stuff. And it's like, Mm -hmm. how are you like, how are you not in that place? But I think you're totally right. Like having that validation, having other people who understand exactly what you mean and you don't have to explain it, but they've experienced it themselves. And, Mm -hmm. and even like you were saying, like that validation of it's as bad as you think it is. Like, I, (laughs) I, I think that about, you know, like my divorce situation and, you know, like all of the continuing legal battles, like it's really hard for people from the outside to understand, but when somebody Mm -hmm. truly gets it and they're like, Oh, this is nuts. And you're like, right. Yeah, it is. Thank you. It's no, like I'm when someone's crazy. saying, yeah, it's
2: really hard. They mean it is really hard. Yeah. It's not just like, yeah, it's been a little bit, you know, oh yeah, it's hard. They, they get what you're saying. It is yeah. hard. It is unlike anything, unless you've gone through that kind of thing. It's unlike any other hard that you've faced. Well, and you you can
1: start to feel a little crazy in your own head, but when somebody else tells you like, no, this is as bad as you think Mm -hmm. it is. It's like, okay, thank you. And they've gotten, mom and dad
2: have gotten like, which I could do this before, but they've even gotten to the point where they can tell. So they're always up real early in the morning, just because they are I don't think that yeah. sleeps or something I don't yeah. know and so when we finally you know come up around six thirty or 7 they're always sitting on the couch and you know smile and say hey and they can tell from his face and the way he says hey if it's a good day or a bad day mm. of course I already know because I'll say you know good morning how do you feel today and I can immediately tell just from yeah. his voice yeah that they've gotten so good at it now that they'll know I mean, just within seconds of seeing him if this is a hard day or a pretty decent day, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, and my brother, Josh, who you've met, but he he's really good at it too. Of course, he doesn't live there, but he's around and he can call it pretty fast too. And he's he's really good with Jason. Yeah, it's um, on his bad days, he knows how to encourage him, but not overly push him. Yeah. Kind of, which is a tricky balance sometimes, but um, it's been, it has been very good to, have that. I mean, yeah. would I wish that, oh, well, I forgot to say after we moved back in the house and then found out it was still moldy again, we had to sell everything we, um, yeah. and some of that was painful because it was brand new. Like I had just bought a Tempur-Pedic mattress. So that <sighs> one hurt. Yeah. That one hurt bad. Yeah, yeah. But we, but a lot of our furniture hadn't arrived. So I was able to stop it, you know, cause of yeah. COVID, it was taking forever to arrive. And so, um, anyway, so we don't have it's been easy to live with them in the sense we didn't have anything but our clothes yeah. really and yeah. so you know that was about it and mom and dad you know they have plenty of room for us but we're definitely ready to move into our house yeah like we're to the point now i'm like okay the good that has come from living here which is good mama helps with the homeschooling you know i'm going to be gone she it definitely helps with all that she helps with cooking and they help with driving people where they need to go if they need to But also, at this point, we're all ready for our own home.
1: Yeah, like we just need just stop telling yourself that. It's not yeah. here yet. <laughs> I know. It's I not know. good. At we don't even have a concrete
2: pad. Yeah. So you don't much. need that yet. Uh, There's, uh, no. I,
1: I, girl, I get it. I get it. I am living with my parents for those 10 months and then moving in uh, with my grandma. I was just thinking the other day, like it was three years ago that I moved in with my grandmother and we still had, you know, eight more months before we were going to get a place yeah. of our own. And we already felt so done like, I can't keep living like this. I can't keep living in somebody else's space. I can't keep not having that downtime. No. Or that ownership over it. Or, you know, it's just like, you're constantly feeling like you're intruding. And, and I remember when the kids would be gone for the weekend, and I would go and drop them off on a Friday. And I remember thinking, like, I wish I just had my own house and my own bedroom and I would yeah. just go take a nap and nobody would even right. know <laughs> that I was taking right. a nap. Nobody would judge yeah. me because I was taking a nap. I could just like do what right. I wanted and not have that kind of, you know, influencer, yeah. you know, it's just there's a different freedom and having different your own freedom. Space. Yeah. And my parents are, I have to go on the record, they are
2: fantastic i mean i don't know that we could have lived with anyone else yeah. and it gone as well as it have they have just been phenomenal but even despite that like you're saying i don't feel the freedom i would have in my own home yeah to just you know what i'm gonna call today a lazy day and we're not yeah. gonna do anything you know yes. you just even though they would not care i'm sure mom and dad don't care at all you just don't feel like you can even yeah. if no one cares you just that that freedom isn't there or just the girls, you know, if they need to have an argument amongst themselves, you yeah. try to be respectful. And I'm like, shh, 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 nope, don't, yeah. be loud, don't be that, don't be that, you know? Yeah. And so even not well, that I want yeah. them to argue, but
1: just sort of the freedom to. Yes. I know exactly I what know. you're saying because there, there was <laughs> not a, have an audience. Well, and there is a level of parenting when you have the audience, when you have other people around where you feel like you're just constantly trying to keep it under wraps yes kind of no matter what the cost like we'll deal with the behavioral issues when we get our own place everybody just keep it together until we can get out of here you know (laughs) and there's just like so much stuffing down that happens and so much Mm -hmm. like just not dealing with the stuff because you just want to keep everybody quiet and keep everybody from kind of losing it because you don't want to upset the people that you're living with and you don't want to appear like a bad parent and you don't want to like (laughs) it's just it's super intense Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it's even though they uh, truly
2: they do not mind at all that we are there but I don't want them to mind. Like I want to keep it a level of not minding, you know, like I want to keep us a level of pleasant and that can be tricky with four kids, especially girls, three of them, you know, 13, 14 and 15, very hormonal at times. I mean, it can just be, and now that ballet has started, people are way more tired because because we yeah. live an hour away, so they don't get out of ballet until eight. So we're not pulling in until nine or nine 30, depending on if yeah. we have to get food. And, but then we've got to wake up in time to get school done before we have to leave for ballet the next day, you know, so it's just yeah. kind of a people, yeah. we've had some tears. I think that's, that's a pretty yeah. easy way to, to put it. We've had some tears yeah. lately. and just yeah. not having our home is starting to get to them a little bit because really we haven't had a home since last November. Yeah, because that's when we got rid of every I mean, every toy that they had had since they were little, all, yeah. you know, I, we let them keep their stuffed animals that were sentimental and just very few little items that could not be replaced and were very valuable to them. I, yeah. you know, regrettingly because it was like, oh, but it's moldy, but it'll be it'll be fine. Truly, I think it'll be fine but they had to get rid of everything that's huge for a kid like it didn't necessarily bother me I kind of got into the whole selling and you know whatever process of it all yeah but to them I mean that was that was a big deal and they came through it and then to do it again and so now when we buy toys or you know when we talk about birthdays or Christmas or whatever they'll say wait but do we get to keep it because I'd rather wait and not get it until we move. If we don't get yeah. to keep it, you know, because yeah. my parents' house is even a tiny bit moldy, Ugh. and so because it's crawl space and it's the yeah. south and it's humid. I mean, it's definitely like they've lived there all of they've lived there forty two years and they're yeah. fine. So it's yeah. not, but it, but it, it's the kind of thing where we're thinking, yeah, but if we're building a house, really, why take the chance of bringing in some mold? You know, like yeah. let's just yeah. go all or nothing. If we're going to go this far out, we don't want to bring in so. So because of that, they don't really have even a lot of things to play with there because we don't yeah. want to buy it just in case, you know, we just don't want to, they don't want to have to get rid of it again. And so yeah. they've been phenomenal. They've been truly amazing, but it is starting to wear on everyone. Well,
1: and there you know, are those just a ages little, where you are really wanting a little bit more privacy and wanting mm-hmm. more of your own space. Yeah. And I mean, I remember being 15 And that's when I lived with my grandma the first time, because my brother had ended up in a wheelchair and we were having to build a wheelchair accessible house. And it was one of those things like, oh, it's going to take four months to build the house. And it was eight. And so, you know, I went from sharing room with my grandmother to moving into the basement, which had mold, (laughs) which made me sick to living on, you know, the living room floor and was there with you know, me, my mom, my dad, my brother, and then my grandma and my great grandma. <laughs> and that was a lot, you know, I remember sleeping on the living room floor, having a zero hour class within high school. So getting up, you know, 5am every day uh-huh. to get to school and on the weekend, just wanting to sleep in. But my great grandmother woke up super early every morning and she would just come into yeah. the dining room and flip on all the lights and get out her newspaper. And it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, here
1: we are. Well, this is way. And there's
2: a certain listlessness, I think, at that age. Yeah, and it kind of where like you're ready to sort of have some independence, but you're not really old enough to have independence yeah. yet. And uh, so it's this need to kind of have something to do to fill your time, but also you can't really do anything. Elaine is right yeah. there right now, so yeah, she's bored a lot. You know, yeah. a lot. And so, uh, but then it's like, well, I don't want to get things for you to do because if we can't keep them, you know, yeah. it's a whole, but she'll be 16 next month and she can drive herself. Yeah. Not very far because I'm not real brave <laughs> about that, but a little bit, yeah. I think she's maybe getting a volunteer job at the boys and girls club in Boonville. Oh, and so nice. she can, yeah, she can drive there that I feel good about that. And, um, at least get to, she's the only one that doesn't dance. So. Their time is filled, hers is not. It's just being yeah. long, long days at her grandparents, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's been different ones have had different moments of just yeah. crying because they just want their house, you know? Yeah. But overall, I'm so blessed that we even had this a, a possibility. Yeah. And my parents lived in a house that could house us and, you know, all, just, yeah, it's been good but ooh, I'm, excited to, I'm excited to
1: be on a podcast five more years or however, <laughs> say, look where we are now. Yeah, yeah. We were five years ago. And if people want to follow your house building process, you're documenting that on its own <laughs> little, little account <laughs> on Instagram. And what is that? That's called? true. I think,
2: I think it's called Simply Sacron. Oh yeah, I think so. I tried
1: to come up with something catchy <laughs>
2: and I couldn't think of anything. And basically, if, if it has Sacron, it's open for use. Yeah. And so I was like, and eh, it's just sort of simply Sacron, you know, yeah. like, that's not going to be taken. So it doesn't really make sense, but that's what it is. Yeah. Yes. And I just posted that we had got field dirt
1: today. So there's Yay! an actual,
2: sometimes a whole week or two will go by and I can't post a thing, but yeah, we have it field will, dirt.
1: Yeah. And it'll start, you know, gaining ground. It'll, I know. Yeah. I think so. Though. Yeah. So. And then once you get to the point where you get it decorated and do all of that, it'll be so fun oh, to that's watch because you do yes. such a good job. I've got some good ideas in my yeah, head. I bet you so do. I do. You do. <laughs> I do. Yep. Well, this, I feel like, was so incredibly informative. I mean, just, <laughs> I I know you feel like you talked a lot, but there was so much to cover and so many gems. I think it will get people thinking outside the box if they're dealing yeah. with health issues or you know anything like that, like there could be things you're just not even thinking of that could right. be yeah. issues that are contributing. We would probably still be in that first moldy house, just thinking that the Lyme disease
2: had just made Jason have to live with migraines indefinitely. You know, yeah. like I don't know that we ever would have put that together, yeah, ever. Yeah, so I can, if anybody, you they can reach out obviously through you or they could go to that house account and message me but i can hook anyone up with the heel hive if you know somebody that has lyme or if you have lyme disease yourself just go to the heel hive yeah. just don't even just pass go what is it they say with monopoly like do not pass go just do pass not go. 200 do <laughs> just because, do that and here's the thing you get sick of people telling you oh my cousin did this or oh i know so and so the headline and they did this or they went there yeah. We did it all people and everyone at Heel Hive are the people who did it all. Yeah. So it's been tried and done. Just save yourself the money and Heel Hive is very, very affordable. And so save yourself the money, the headache, the heartache, just, just save yourself and just go there. Just start there.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Just do it. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we could finally do this catch up episode. We need to do it a little bit more often. So there's not quite as much ground to cover. Right. <laughs> just, just the mold when it could have been its own episode. Oh, man. It? Definitely. I just remember even a couple of months ago being like, So let me get this straight. You are picking up bees and stinging your uh, husband. I'm, like, <laughs> I've got so many messages, like, What now? Yeah. <laughs> Please, please clarify this process for me.
2: <laughs> yes. So and really, also, I just like because my brain won't let me rest if I don't. People do not just go sting yourself. That is yes. very dangerous. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I mean, Jason had to have massive blood work for many times and massive doctor overhaul before he yeah. was ever declared safe to sting. Like, don't think this is just a. This go, is not do even it yourself. still. Yeah. He's not even cleared yet to sting above kind of like above what would be the bra line if you wore a bra, but because mm-hmm. that yeah messes with a whole different part of your body. Like we only can sting in the lower back. It's very detailed and particular and you know don't don't say well Rebecca Sacron said it's great and go sting yourself and end up in the hospital.
1: Yeah. Like, do it yeah. safely and smartly through someone who knows. <laughs> yeah. There is a protocol to follow and that yes. can be very effective, but you've got to do it the right way. There's right. no shortcuts here no no definitely not well thank you for taking the time out of your crazy life right now to to thank you for passing the time for me i always have four hours every afternoon (laughs) to sit while the girls are at ballet so you gave me something to do well i'm glad we could do this and it could be mutually beneficial (laughs) hopefully there will be some people out there who will find it helpful too
2: so, yes yeah,
1: yeah i hope so i'll have you on soon and we can just do like a fun episode <laughs> <laughs> right yeah
2: what's that like <laughs> we will do a
1: favorites episode yeah Something like that yeah. all right we can talk about our haircuts and our all of that kind oh, of thing next time yeah. <laughs> yes all right well i will talk to you soon all right bye okay, bye <laughs> all right That's it for not only this week's episode of Live Well Anyway, but for season six of the podcast, which is pretty crazy. But I'm so excited that I got to wrap it up with all of you and we'll be heading into a fun and exciting and hopefully helpful new season seven in two weeks. So be watching for that. In the meantime, if you want show notes from any of the things that we talked about on this episode, you can go to MackenzieCoppa.com and click on podcast. You can also connect with me on Instagram. I love chatting with you guys there. You can find me at Mackenzie Coppa on Instagram. Slend my DMs. Let's have a little discussion. You have any thoughts about things that you would like to see on the show for season seven or any of that? Let me know. I would love to be able to connect with you, hear your ideas, hear what you've really enjoyed in the past, what you want to see more of. It is super helpful as we move forward. All right, you guys. That is it for this week's episode. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for telling your friends about it and leaving those ratings and reviews on iTunes. Be looking on Instagram for more ways to be connecting and sharing about the show that I will be revealing in the next couple of weeks. And until then, go be bold and gracious.